0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined, as always, by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking NFL free agency again. Last week... We talked about all the signings that were up until about, I think, Tuesday night we recorded late, so we had all the signings up until Tuesday night, and now we're a week later, and we got got some more action. We got some more stuff that's happened since then, and I guess one of the big things was you know Todd Gurley, I guess. Is that the biggest one? Todd Gurley signing with the Atlanta Falcons? That seems to be, I would say, the biggest biggest signing of the week, and Gurley goes there on a one-year deal. I mean, I... I think that's a pretty good spot for Gurley. I don't know if you could get that much better. He's going to be clearly the guy there. I mean, what are you thinking here? Gurley, where would he – I don't know where to rank him. Is he still maybe a top 15 running back, do you think, in your mind? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a
1: wait-and-see kind of deal. But right now, in my mind – I know people are gonna have questions about the knee and health and why he got traded or you know cut and all that. Um there's a lot of question marks there, but hey, Atlanta Falcons, you know, moved away from Devontae Freeman. They pick him up. I I still believe he is good. And even though last year, yeah, they backed off the touches, he still got a lot. Like he he was still a number one running back as far as like the usage. And I think that, you know, the Falcons in a I'm not even going to say a weird way. They're just a – they're actually a pretty good landing spot for him. I, I think that uh, what they can do and how they're able to throw the ball to their running backs as well when they were really firing in all cylinders, I think that this might be a perfect spot for Gurley to kind of reestablish himself. So, you know, are there question marks? Am I overly excited about it? No. Um, you know, there are question marks. I'm not overly excited. But Todd Gurley, I still – I mean I, – Maybe I'll be wrong, but I, I truly believe that he still has stuff left in the tank. And I, I think that there was more going on than just that knee. I, I think that they just couldn't afford to pay everyone on the Rams and they had to make a hard decision. I think that, you know, people getting kind of a, a overly negative on Gurley all of a sudden.
0: You know, he's still only 25. He'll turn 26 right before the season starts. That's it. He's only, t- only going to be 26 years old at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the knee is obviously a worry, but I don't really think um, the knee was what the issue was last year. I didn't feel like it's just seemed, I don't know. It's just seemed the offense wasn't the same. The offense line wasn't the same. I'm not sure he's done. I, I don't, I think there's more of that. Like you said, I think there's more there. I really do. And we'll we'll see how it goes, but. I truly think there's something more there. And he's going to be the main guy there. There's not really – was he going to be – like Ido Smith going to challenge him? That's not going to happen. No. Uh, Well, that was actually
1: going to be my question to you. So we're obviously – we still believe in his talent. But was there a better landing spot, right? Atlanta, he is the number one. So fantasy-wise, it helps us out, right? Because you can feel a little better drafting him because you know no one's going to be necessarily pushing him. They're going to try to give him touches. Do you think that maybe there was another place that he would have been better fantasy wise, or perhaps just NFL if maybe he was more in a tandem back situation? Even if maybe his production didn't increase, but it'd be better for him.
0: I you know. I think this is a pretty good one because the offense is good. I also mean Tampa probably would have been a good spot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually really wanted to see that happen because they are going for like you know the immediate win in the next yeah. two years. So that I think that would have been a great spot for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, I think Tampa would have been good, but I think Atlanta's good. I mean, he he went to Georgia, obviously. You know, he's he's back back in you know in Georgia again. I think that's where he feels comfortable, and you know, he it's a good offense. It should be a really good offense. I mean, it's Matt Ryan throwing the ball to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley with Todd Gurley in the backfield. I mean, that's pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, I. I I like. It. I think it's a good spot. I think it's good for fantasy. I don't think it really doesn't really change anything for me with him. I'll say. That. I think he pretty much just stays where he was. He's around 12th, I think, going to be for me somewhere around there. 12th to 13th, something like that. I think that's the you know probably the best best spot I could have him. But I guess uh, the next biggest move of the week would have been uh, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, another big time running back here, signs with the Broncos on a two year, sixteen million dollar deal. Man, these—it doesn't. You shouldn't be a running back in the NFL. Be a wide receiver. I mean, wide receiver, <laughs> no, the, right? the, the, Just we'll talk about we'll talk about um, Robbie Anderson maybe in a minute too. But Robbie Anderson signed a two year, twenty million dollar deal.
1: Yeah,
0: pretend, man. And you get like Melvin Gordon, who I think is clearly better at his position than Robbie Anderson is at his, you know, at his position, and the money's just not there. Why? You know, it's not. So he goes to Denver. This one's interesting cuz fantasy-wise, I mean, Philip Lindsay's not going anywhere. Philip Lindsay's going to probably play just as much as he has.
1: Well, yeah, true. You would think, but you would think. I would. But what does that do to your boy?
0: Well, Royce is done. That's yeah. he's, so, he, he's done.
1: I think that's the thing. I, I think I think this is a really good landing spot for Gordon. I actually love it. I don't know exactly. Fantasy-wise, I think it's a mixed bag, right? Um, yeah. You're kind of like, okay, he's probably going to get all of the red zone touches. He's going to get more touchdowns. I'm just guessing the way that, you know, Chargers used him around the goal line. He was very productive in the past two years, um, you know, when he wasn't sitting out. <laughs> but um, yeah, Lindsey is good. And you know that he is. He has been overly productive for his size and what people expected out of him. So I think that this is a good move by them getting Gordon, who maybe has a different skill set to a certain, you know, certain standard. And I think if you give a lot of touches between Gordon and Lindsay, um, and then, you know, you have Freeman just there soaking up anything or if someone gets hurt or whatever. Um, I think that is a great place where the Denver can kind of get used to their, their young quarterback and their young wide receivers. You know, you can take a lot of pressure off of them if you can run the ball. So I think that is kind of the idea behind it. You know, load up the backfield. We'll just you know, run it down your throat and then Sutton can do his thing because even last year as a second year guy, he was, he was very exciting to watch. He was very, very good. So, and he has to be kind of the primary guy there now. So um, that, that'll be the question is how quickly can that young quarterback get moving? Um, If not, Gordon might be able to get a ton of carries. And if that offense moves at all, he could be a surprising running back, even with Lindsay there.
0: I think, yeah, I think he's going to, I think, I think it will be pretty solid. I don't see any difference in this, really, than he, his situation with the Chargers. He Austin Eckler played quite a bit. Phillip Lindsay's going to play quite a bit. It's going to be a similar role, I think. Um, I, I, I guess it's a solid spot. I don't know what else. I'm happy he went here. There was rumors uh, before he signed with the Broncos that he was going to the Buffalo, and that just scared me. Oh, yeah. I did not want that to happen to Devin Singletary. Oh, That was... I did not enjoy hearing those reports.
1: No, <laughs> Here, tell me this though. In, in a weird way, would you do you like Gordon or Gurley better? Which one will be uh, ranked higher?
0: I think it'll still be Gurley, just because okay. I, I, I. It's just if gonna it, be Gurley.
1: I think Oh, you know, I think my in my mind because of Lindsay, it would be Gurley as well. But if they flip flopped, would that have changed the order? If Gordon went uh, to
0: Atlanta, probably, probably. It's more so, of it's it's a better it's just a better offense right now in Atlanta. That better offense, less competition. That's really where it is. It's gonna. It's just. It's just the fit there. And who you know, Denver. I like the promise that Denver has. Drew Lock. We you know, he showed some signs. We, we don't really know what he is yet, but there's there's a possibility that that offense becomes a lot better too. But Gurley's just in a better spot right now, so it's definitely uh, Gurley for me. But there'll be Gordon. Will probably find himself around fifteen. I would say when it all shakes out at the end there it's probably somewhere around the 15 16 again gordon's not going to be that much terribly different than i had him in my ranks originally even thinking he might go back to la that's it's going to be a similar spot so all right so those were the main two signings i guess for the week and after that was there anything what, what am i i have some to go over but i'm trying to think am i missing a big one i don't think so are we
1: uh, no, I wouldn't consider anything else
0: big. No, like I said, Robbie Anderson said that two year $20 million deal with Carolina. I honestly don't even know what to think about that. I don't know what this means. If anything, I don't believe it does anything to DJ Moore, but it probably hurts Curtis Samuel, I would say. Curtis Samuel sleeper picks that from last year and stuff. I think that's done. I think that's I think that's it.
1: I mean, I think yeah, I think it has to hurt him. I'm, yeah. And I know everyone loves Carolina wide receivers, but I'm, I'm still kind of waiting to. Yeah, Teddy, see. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm not, I don't really see that being a boost at the moment. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. That, that's a
0: wait and see for me. Um, Let's we'll see here. What? Oh, Devin Funches just signed with the Packers. How about that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Sadly enough, maybe. Uh, I maybe in years past, I would have been like, because I actually liked Devin Funches when he went to the Colts and they, you know, before Andrew Luck retired. I thought that. That would have been a very interesting one, right? He he has shown that he can flash in Carolina. He started to come around before you know, he left. Um, I was kind of hoping he could get it back on track. It just never happened. But the problem with that, I thought Green Bay would be a great landing spot if this was you know 2017, but they ran the ball so much last year that it doesn't give me any hope that he can turn into that number two. I think you know. I think he's just kind of finishing up his career, and he'll sign wherever. I think they're just desperate for wide receivers that could possibly take over that number two spot. I don't. I don't really see it.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, uh, Funchess. He's never going to live up to the promise, maybe that he had. You know, it's just it's not not happening. But you know, with I don't see yeah, like you said, I don't see Green Bay ever becoming what they were a few years back. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not exactly what he was, I would say that. You know, he's good. He's obviously still a very good, great quarterback even. He's just fantasy wise, it's not, you know, as impressive as it used to be. Let's see here. Emmanuel Sanders, how about the signs with the Saints? So you got Emmanuel Sanders now to be the number two there opposite Michael Thomas. I think that's a good signing. I like that one
1: actually. I, I actually love that one. I think it makes a lot of sense. You got Breeze back. You already have a guaranteed number one. Anytime Emmanuel Sanders is healthy, he has always defied expectation. I mean, he comes back from that injury, and he played really well. He looked good in San Fran. Um, I think this is a uh, match made in heaven. I think you have a very good veteran wide receiver that's out to prove something, and then you have Breeze and a lot of those other guys. So uh, I applaud that. I think that's a great fit both ways. I think it's great for Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's great for the Saints.
0: Yep, I love that one. How about, uh, Brashad Perriman, who actually, you know, at the end of the year played really well and was on a lot of championship teams there in fantasy this past season. And he just signed a one year deal worth eight million with the New York Jets to replace Robbie Anderson. Ugh. I know, right? It's
1: Where careers go to die. I I do have to... Good for him for getting 8 mil, but how in the world is it only a one-year contract after what he showed? Yeah, I mean... I mean, 8 million is a lot for one year, especially when you're not, you know, you only have a handful of good games, but I can't believe no team threw out a two, three-year deal for him.
0: Yeah, you know, this... uh, I don't like this spot with the Jets, necessarily, because I just don't trust the Jets, but... If Sam Darnold were able to make a jump, and you do have Le'Veon Bell, and maybe he becomes Le'Veon Bell, Brashad Perriman could be a good target here. He, I mean he could be their number one, right?
1: I mean I mean, look, he he played very well at the end of the year. I, I don't put anything past him. I just I mean I mean Robbie <laughs> Anderson, I mean, what did he do there last year? I'm I'm never a huge Robbie Anderson guy. But I just don't think that offense is built to it, necessarily air it out, which is what, you know, how he did so well with Tampa Bay. So I just don't think it's a good fit.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole team in general, I don't love it. I mean, who else do they have though? Is it it's I mean, Quincy and Jameson Crowder? Is that it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're very right. I mean, they will throw the ball at him.
0: <laughs> that, like that's he, no doubt about that. I don't love it. I don't love it. I just don't love right. the Jets. I don't love the offense. We're gonna this is gonna be something that they're gonna have to surprise us with being good. It's not gonna be something you're going to be looking for in fantasy at all. Just not gonna do it. Uh how about this? The Steelers signed Eric Ebron. <laughs> uh two years, 12 million. Yeah. Maybe he could be okay. Probably not, though. I just you, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know my thoughts on Eric Ebron. <laughs> I mean, another team gave up on him now, right? So
1: yeah, that's a strange one too. I guess <laughs> just not worth the money, but yep. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Steelers, uh, just, yeah, I guess
0: right. I mean, who never really mean, panned do. out with what Vance McDonald last year? Is that who? Yeah, yeah, McDonald.
1: I mean, to be yeah. fair,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah, laughs> not throwing them the ball, but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe they do need more weapons, right? They, yeah. I mean, they have Juju. You'll get Big Ben back. Um you know, I guess it wouldn't be the craziest thing with, with Big Ben. Ebron might be a sleeper tight end. I mean, he, he could be honestly.
0: It's it's it is possible. I I could see something. I mean, Ebron is a talented player. So yes, I just
1: in my mind, I'm trying to get over this bias where I think that Pittsburgh usually has like hard nosed blocking tight ends, where Ebron is much more of a athletic. Pass catching, who still has trouble catching the ball type of tight end. <laughs> You're right. So, but he can, he does well in the red zone. I and mean, we saw that a couple years ago with when it was him and Andrew Luck. So, if they use him in a similar way, I mean, you catch eight touchdowns as a tight end and you are very valuable. So, it, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot.
0: So, another, a couple other wide receiver signings, just low money deals like Nelson Aguilar signs with the Raiders one year, $1 million. That, is, that just shows like the difference in. Just one decent season in your contract year. Look at the money compared to, from Brashad Perriman and Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Beginning of the year, you would have thought Aguilar would get more of a deal like that compared to Perriman. Just I mean, one, if it was, if it was two years ago yeah. when
1: Aguilar put up decent numbers, I mean, it would have been a different. And also, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at you know Las Vegas Raiders and who they picked up. Oh, man. I want, I want to believe that they can turn it around, but it is, they're, they're is not like, a pretty yeah. signing. I mean, you get Jason Witten, you, Marcus Why? Mariota to back it up. You have um, – I mean, there, there's just no one that inspires me whatsoever. Eli Apple, uh, yep. Nelson Agler. I mean, mm.
0: mm-hmm. Uh, 49ers signed Travis Benjamin, one-year, $2 million deal. So nothing that I'm excited about. Seahawks signed Philip Dorsett, one-year, $1, year, $1 million. Yeah. Perriman got a lot of money compared to these guys. Yeah, he did. That's for sure. And then, uh, so Washington here, they signed a couple running backs. They signed J.D. McKissick. They signed Peyton Barber. No money. This is just nothing. But I don't know what this means for you know signing two running backs. How do they feel about Guy? I mean, I guess they need insurance for guys and health.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, look look at who. They, I mean, look at right. who they have. They could their top three backs are either injured right now or considered injury prone because of age. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they they need uh, a stable of people. They might throw them on the practice squad. Who knows? But you need them.
0: And then um, I don't have, I have one more signing. I think here I got uh, Tyler Eifert signed a two year deal with the Jaguars. So,
1: I even though I Maybe. know that's a long <laughs> shot, I I kind of like it because Eifert at one point looked like a real weapon. Do I think he's going to get back to there? No.
0: But what do the Jaguars have to lose? So why exactly. not? Exactly. So those are really the signings for the week. We're kind of winding down here now. Free agency gets gets started and ends quick. And at this point, the only ones out there really are going to be quarterback. You got Cam Newton, who just got released officially today. You got Jameis. Where they're going to – I don't know where, where, there's, where the spot is for him. I mean, Cam Newton could be better than a lot of teams starting quarterbacks right now, I believe. I still believe there's something there. I mean, one of those guys could go to New England. I we don't know the situation, but why couldn't? Why wouldn't New England take a shot at Cam Newton?
1: Yeah, I I think that one of them will go there. I mean, honestly, either one of them. Uh, even if Jameis went there, I know that is uh, that'd be fun to watch because can Bilichek mold him into someone who doesn't turn over the ball? It, that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, I think Cam is kind of a. It feels like a no brainer. I mean, it feels it, like it you don't have to overpay like, yeah. him. I'm sure that that's going to be the the deal because they're gonna you know. Try to get it down, but they did sign Hoyer, you know, Brian Hoyer, <laughs> who who used to be behind um, Brady. And even though the guy can't stay healthy, when he's out there, he is a decent NFL quarterback. He's not, you know. Do I want him to be my starter? No, but he has won games. Um, But he, every time he gets, you know, a couple in a row, he gets injured, so you can't, you know, rely on him. So I'm sure they could roll with what they have right now. Knowing Belichick, he probably thinks he can, but. I, I don't know why you wouldn't give one of these guys a ch- a shot if you can get him for an a decent price which right now would still be a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't yeah. sign a starting quarterback for, you know, for nothing. But you but I think you, uh, Cam Newton seems like w- I mean, that would be a whole lot of fun. I'd be I would actually be cheering for him to
0: do well there. I think you need to Yeah, I think you g- got to sign him. I just I think that's a it's worth a shot. So, all right. That's I don't really think there's anybody else on the really even out there anymore. I mean, I guess uh, what Devontae Freeman? I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Uh, he'll he'll get signed somewhere and be a backup, or you know, or in some kind of timeshare, possibly depending on where he goes. But don't know what he has left either. Running backs, man, they just it get your money while you can, I guess, because it ends quick. It's... Yeah,
1: no kidding, man. I mean, then there's a lot of money being thrown out there, too. I have no idea how the Cowboys are going to. They're throwing out so much money between Dak and Amari and, you know, what, McCoy. And I mean, it's pretty crazy how much money they're throwing around right now. I feel like they're going to end up being, you know, the Rams, where you almost have to unload a bunch of people because you realize you, you know, oversigned. But um, I, I do have to say, the last guy we can uh, kind of mention. Um, because we did do the XFL uh fantasy league, the MVP there, PJ Walker, um, oh Phillip, he did get signed oh, yeah. by an NFL team, which is pretty cool, Carolina yeah. Panthers, which I will just be outright uh rooting for him to take it over Teddy, not not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> right. I like Philip Walker. He was great. He was he, he played really well, so awesome yeah. to see him get signed.
1: And he is still really young too. I think he was only twenty four. If I remember, maybe he's a, yeah. a year older now. But I thought he, I think he's only twenty four. So uh, I mean, I, I love that Carolina has given him a chance because he, yep. he did look really good. Even though Teddy got the big. How big
0: is his contract? I mean, it's it's maybe around twenty million. I think a year, three oh, yeah. years, sixty three. So twenty one. Yeah. Yep. yep. So yep. you know, about right. And then um, I guess there is two other guys on the market now. Greg Zerline and Stephen Gaskowski are both out there. So,
1: hey, there's a Man, you do need a good kicker if you want to be a if you want to be a champ.
0: Yeah, the Patriots cut Guskowski, so and Greg Zerline doesn't sign. Yeah, Ger- Zerline hasn't signed either. I'm kind of surprised about that one. So, actually, and I
1: didn't see this before, Ryan Tannehill, I just want to see what his numbers look like. 4 years, 118 mil. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Crazy.
0: Look at that. It has a one-year turnaround, man. It really, it's crazy how quickly that can change for you. Like Tannehill and even now I say like Paraman getting even his one year, but 8 million for one year just shows you play good for half of a season. <laughs> you know, you can, you can make some money in a contract year. but right, that's going to do it for NFL free agency week two. So not much more on that next week, but we'll, we'll try to, you know, get some more news out there for you and, you know, try to get stuff geared up. Maybe some kind of talk here, as there's no sports going on right now. So don't even know what's going to happen with the draft Hopefully they have that on time. That'd be nice, right? So, all right. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next week.